Hey, everybody. Welcome to Mark Bell's Power Project Podcast. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Element Electrolytes. And Sigma, can you do me a favor? Can you tell these beautiful people why electrolytes are so important? All right. What's up, beautiful people of the Power Project? Let's talk for a second, okay? So we know that we need adequate nutrition for our performance. We also hear the buzzword, adequate hydration. And when we think of hydration, and when I used to think of hydration, I was like, drink a lot of water. Always have your gallon and half of water a day. That's how you do it. So I'd drink a lot of water and I'd cramp up during workouts. I'd be like, what the fuck? Maybe I didn't eat enough food. What's going on here? This is not okay. But what was happening to me is I wasn't adequately hydrated in terms of my electrolytes. So I drink a lot of water, but that water just goes through your system. You sweat a lot. You get rid of a lot of sodium. You cramp up. That's how it goes. But Element, with its easy little packets that have 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, 80, 60 milligrams of magnesium, which is the perfect amount of electrolytes you need, will hydrate you well before you work out. I personally like to take just a quick bottle of water or fill my shaker cup with some water, put an Element packet in, drink the whole thing, work out. I don't cramp up. I feel great. Even though I sweat a ton, I'm, I'm literally the most disgusting sweater, right? Um, I don't cramp up anymore because I am hydrated and I actually have adequate hydration. It's more than just drinking water. Electrolytes um, send electrical signals to your muscles to help you get your pump. So you need this stuff. You need this stuff. <laughs> he does sweat a lot. You guys can order your Element Electrolytes today by heading over to drinklmnt.com slash powerproject. Make sure you guys check out the value bundles because that's like getting four boxes for the price of three. On top of that, you get free shipping. Again, that's drinklmnt.com slash powerproject. I am sitting on a bench overlooking the ocean that is on a golf course that is basically in my front yard out here in Bodega Bay, California. The reason why I share this with you today is because in today's episode of Saturday School, we're going to be talking about getting lucky, or at least making it appear that everything that you do in your life is just some dumb luck. I've been accused for a very long time of being lucky, and I think wrongfully so. I will admit to being very fortunate. I will admit to... I will admit to having some wonderful parents and that is something that maybe maybe that is pure luck because I certainly didn't have an opportunity to choose them. But aside from having a wonderful upbringing <laughs> which might be the key factor in being lucky period you can't just skip over that right. Um, I have created a lot of my own luck and I believe that every single person create the, can create their own luck as well. I believe every single person is entitled to utilize the greatness that's within you. I believe that every single person has been put on this earth to demonstrate some form of their genius. There's a quote that I really love, and it's from Orison Sweat Martin, and it's from the 1900s. Orison Sweat Martin wrote a book, or wrote, um, had a magazine called Success Magazine, which still goes on today. But he wrote some badass shit, and you guys should look him up, because he's absolutely amazing. But in this book called Iron Will, he wrote the following, and it says, That genius which dazzles mortal eyes is oft but just perseverance in disguise. I really, truly love that, and I really, truly believe that. It's consistency. 
perseverance, persevering. So it doesn't matter if you grew up with a silver spoon in your mouth or you grew up with no spoon and no food. What matters is that you find a way to persevere because I have some money now, I have some wealth now, and I'm starting to see that there are many problems to growing up rich. It is just as embarrassing a lot of times for children to grow up with some wealth as it is for them to grow up broke. Oftentimes, it can, it can place more stress and more challenge because maybe mom and dad are obsessed with that idea. Maybe they're as addicted to making money as somebody else is addicted to doing drugs or somebody else is addicted to drinking alcohol. And that'll create some unbalance in the, in the family household and create some very strenuous times that make it very difficult to get your head above water, that makes it very difficult to persevere. But when we think about luck, I think we just think that things fall out of the sky for people. And I will admit, I do sometimes fall bass backwards into stuff. And I do like kind of bragging about it. <laughs> I do like making it look easy. Um, I like I like the fact that it just pops up seemingly out of nowhere. This has happened many, many times over, over and over and over and over again in my lifetime. When it came to the lifts that I did in powerlifting, a 1,080 squat, a 766-pound deadlift, and an 854-pound bench press, and when it came to me doing some bodybuilding, no one ever accused me of being lucky on those things. However, they did accuse me of some other things. They said, well, you know, because you're on steroids, well, it makes sense because... Obviously, it's going to be easier to lift a lot of weight. So, of course, you can squat 1,080. Yeah, everybody that does steroids can squat 1,080, right? In addition to that, when I did a bodybuilding show, I said, well, you're already really wealthy. So, it's easy to concentrate on a bodybuilding show at that point. And so, it's very easy for people to kind of point a finger and say, yeah, you're more fortunate. But let me explain to you my story from the beginning. It was my unfortunate circumstances that led to my fortune. And it went a little something like this. I went to school. I had a horrible time. I was labeled as being dumb. I was labeled as being stupid. I was put in the slow kid classes. I was put in special education. I was removed from taking any languages, playing any instruments. Um, Mark has too much trouble with English and math and history and remembering things and staying organized to the point where, hey, he doesn't need any more stress. Let's not even have him try to play an instrument. Let's not even have him try to speak French or whatever it might be. And at that time in my life, I just went along with all these things. I didn't know any better. I thought, you know what? They're probably right. I am kind of dumb. I am kind of stupid. I'm definitely slower than the other kids, and I definitely have a hard time learning this stuff, and I definitely get super frustrated that I can't figure any of it out. And that it takes me, it just seems to take me a lot longer than other kids. But remember what I said earlier about perseverance. Perseverance. 
hanging in there is key factor. And for me, what's allowed me to persevere in life has been this idea of being able to lift through it. Dedicating myself to things in the gym to where I could say, I'm going to put time and effort into this, and I want to see what happens with it. I'm not too bad at it. I'm actually pretty good at it. Maybe I had a little bit of genetic predisposition to be a little bit better than the next guy or girl. And so when I went to do a lift, I was a little bit stronger. Made me feel good about myself. Maybe you guys found something similar in your lifetime. Uh, maybe for you it was swimming. Maybe for you it was running a race. Uh, maybe for you it was cross country. Maybe it was skiing. I don't know. For me, it was bench pressing. The first time I did it, uh, I remember being able to do a little bit more than my friends. And then I remember practicing it a little bit more in like sixth grade. And all of a sudden going from being able to move with like tens on the side to being able to move around 25s on the side and then 45s. And I don't remember the rest from there really. But I do remember being exponentially a little bit better than everybody else on some of that stuff. Because I was a bigger kid. I was a big kid. Not just fat, but big. Kind of big and fat. <laughs> but I took that skill set that was inside me very seriously. And it's something that my parents taught me. And I don't know if they got it from religion or, or where they got it from. But they kind of taught us when we were kids that each one of us was special in our own way. And I always thought that was cool. Because my oldest brother, Mike... He was the alpha male of the group. He played football. He was a professional wrestler. And it was kind of obvious that he was going to be destined for some sort of greatness. He was going to play some Division One football, which he did. He ended up wrestling for WWE for several years. And he just looked like he was on his way to doing something big. And that was a big shadow that was cast down um, upon my brother Chris and myself. And then my brother Chris was always very smart. Um, he wasn't born with the same athleticism. He wasn't born at the same height as my brother. So he had to kind of figure things out a different way. But as I pointed out, my mom, specifically my mom, told us that we were all special in our own way. And maybe every kid's heard that from a loving parent. Um, but I took it to heart. I thought it meant something. And I still think it means something. Because when I think about that quote, that genius which dazzles mortal eyes, that genius... The genius inside of you is really just you being original. And who's original? Everybody. <laughs> Everybody's original. Everybody possesses the ability to be original. It's our societal norms that put us in position, or I'm sorry, they put us out of position rather, to not be original. To go to bed at 9 o'clock at night because everybody else does. To wake up at 7 a.m. because school starts at 8 a.m. To take lunch at 12 because that's when everybody else does it. The societal norms kind of shove us into these things. I'm going to be Catholic because everybody else, everybody else in the household is. I'm going to do this because everybody else does that. I'm going to get this cool uh, jacket because everybody else in school has it. I'm going to wear a jersey on Friday at school because everybody else does. All those kinds of things. 
And those things, they might be important because they might build up some community and uh, they're impossible to avoid. People eat three meals a day. There's, I mean, the societal norms are staggering. Get paid, you know, twice a month. Spend money at the same time twice a month. Um, the list of stuff goes on and on and on. And then so how do you become an original? Well, you become an original by expressing your genius, that gift, that special thing that you were get, that you were gifted from the time you were a kid. And we will get to luck. Don't worry about it. I haven't forgot about it. I know I tend to get off topic a lot, but I think I have a lot, a lot to say, and I have a lot to teach sometimes. So, excuse me while I go off course here for a minute. I got to share a story with y'all. Story time with Smelly. Uh, let's see. Where can I start? Okay. A man wanted to have some fun with his family. And he thought to himself, you know what? It would be an amazing idea. It would be an amazing concept if, because a man lived uh, next to a lake, he thought it would be a great idea if he bought a boat for his family. Because he thought that the family could fish, the family could do a lot of fun stuff on the boat. They can maybe uh, water ski and do these various things. And man, it would be absolutely outstanding to have this boat, especially in the summer and when the weather's nice and so on. And he thought he'd get a lot of usage out of it. He went back to his wife and he said, wifey, this is the boat that I'd like to get. <clears throat> and the wifey said, whoa, you want to get that boat for our first boat? That boat costs way too much money. We would have to make way more money in order to get that boat. And the man replied, and he said, we need to get that boat in order to attract more money. <laughs> and that man was me. And that happened just a few days ago. And I kid you not, that that money walked itself to my doorstep two days after my wife and I had this exact conversation. And that amount of money for the boat, almost to, almost, almost on the dot, came to us in a very weird and strange way that I can't really uh, divulge at the moment. Um... And and we and I ultimately I turned the money down because it uh, just is not the correct move for us and so uh, I didn't get the boat but we could have very easily turned that around very quickly and had the boat in my backyard right now. The reason why I share that with you guys is that that is not luck because my wife was like, "Wow, like that goddamn boat." <laughs> I can't, I can't believe that. Like, that's so weird. You know, the same money, you know, kind of a similar amount. And she told a couple of her friends they couldn't believe it. Just an odd set of circumstances, right? Well, let me tell you guys something. Let me let you all in on life's secret. And if you got a pen and paper, you're going to want to write this down. 
There are many secrets to life, but this one is a chunk of gold right here. And this is also from Orison Sweat Martin. Orison Sweat Martin says, Your mind is a magnet. But it can only attract things that are within its frequency. What are the things that are within your mind's frequency? It's the things that you think about. And it's not just the things you think about. You don't get away with just thinking about it. You have to do a subset of things to you have to do a subset of things in order to properly harvest your crops. You have to give them the nutrients that they need daily. In order in order you have to plant these first of all you got to get these seeds, right? The seeds would be the thoughts. Then you have to plant these seeds. Once these seeds are planted, you can't just leave them. They need sunlight. They might need specific nutrients. They might need to be watered X amount of times a day. They might need certain things in the beginning that they won't need later on. And who knows, when the thing starts to grow, if it's a tree or a certain type of bush, maybe it needs to be trimmed a certain way. Maybe it needs to be cut a certain way. Maybe it needs to be cared for a certain way. But you can't just plant it and then leave for two weeks. And this is what I see most people doing most of the time. They do enough to harvest. They do enough to plant some seeds. And when they come back, the coyotes and the other animals, the birds and so on, and the sun and all these things kind of ate up and dried up a lot of their crops. But they planted at least enough. They thought about things enough. But just enough. They thought about things just enough. Just enough to get by. Not enough to have extra. Not enough to have leftovers. Not enough for someone else to come by and say, Holy fuck, man. How are your sunflowers so tall? How do you have so much corn? You're really lucky. I live across the street, man. I ain't got shit. (laughs) And you shake your head and you tell the guy, Hey, Sometimes that's just the way the ball bounces. Win some, lose some. (laughs) Maybe your side of the street doesn't get as much sunlight, right? You're just trying to be kind. You're just trying to make some conversation. But really, you know, that guy's not doing his homework. He's not doing the things that he's supposed to do when he probably doesn't really want to do them. But you are. You know, I think farming, which I know zero about, by the way, so if I'm off with my crops, then uh, you'll know why. But farming is an outstanding example. You know, the farmer has to wake up super early and, and feed the animals and so forth. And there's so much work that needs to be done every single day. And for someone to come along and to say, hey, we had a brutal winter, man. But look at how lucky you are. Look at all the crops that you still got. (laughs) And they don't really understand or have any idea on how you got through that winter. And how you had to, you had to spin all these plates every single day. You had to wake up your children every single day. You had to, you had to reinforce morals and ethics and standards and values to your children every single day. So they got up the same time as you to harvest those crops. And to feed those animals and to do those things and to set things up the way that you need to have them set up. 
Life is constant. Life is consistent. It's going to go on without you. I like another saying, lead, follow, or get out of the way. Because people ain't got time for your shit. They ain't got time for you slowing down. If you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. Everything in life is moving forward. Everything. I know that right now in the United States, it might not appear that way. People are frustrated. There's a lot of different things going on. The, the world and America is going through a lot of changes. But that's okay because it's going to be changes for the what? Class. Do you know the answer? You in the yellow shirt with the yellow teeth. What do you think? Yep. Everything's advancing. Everything's moving forward. And it's moving forward for the better. And things are changing for the better. And we might go through a rough patch. Things might go up. Things might go down. But they're still going to continue onward. And they're still going to continue upward. Until they just one day don't. There will be a time when that probably happens. And the earth just explodes. But it just doesn't appear uh, that we're in that uh It doesn't seem like we're headed towards that at the moment, although maybe the media would have you believing otherwise. But in order to be lucky in this world, you got to be a positive son of a bitch. You got to be a happy person. You got to be an attractive person. You want to attract success, you do so by being an attractive person. And you don't go out and chase success. Success is like a hot chick, you don't try to chase them down. Because if you, if you chase them down, they're just going to run away. And they're way faster than you are, let's face it. They're going to be able to get away. You have to play it cool. You have to pretend that you don't really care. And that's why I like pretending that the luck just hits me that way sometimes. Because that's a wonderful feeling. To have everyone else around you... Sometimes feeling like they're behind and then they shake their head when they see what you're able to do. And they're like, are you some sort of prophet or something? What the hell is going on? Are you an alien? Don't understand how you keep doing it. But I'm telling you guys something. If you pay attention and you're taking notes from Saturday school and you're paying attention to the stuff that I'm spitting out, you're paying attention to myself and Seema and Andrew when you listen to our podcast. We don't do it just to make ourselves happy to hear our own voice, although that does make us pretty pumped. We do it to help and to assist because each one of us is in a different place than where we were before. Each one of us is in a different place. We're in a better place than we were before. Each one of us. Andrew, myself, and Seema. I know Ensema seems just jacked all the time and just happy all the time, but he's more jacked and more happierest than ever. And he's doing better all the time. And we've seen it. Andrew and I have seen it. And I think a lot of times people just kind of, he, he's always been a great athlete his whole life. Not his whole life, but he's, he's worked for it. He's been a great athlete for a long time. He's played soccer. He's done a lot of things and he's been highly skilled for a long time. He's a very competitive athlete. And I think that people sometimes look at a guy like that and they just marvel. And they're like, I don't, you know, we tease him all the time, but we're literally just kidding around with him. Like, ah, you didn't earn it. You're just, just, just genetics, you know? And that's what people want to say. They want to blame it on something else. They want to blame it on dumb luck. Oh, Mark, he's, you know, he's an idiot. 
you know he talks about it all the time he was a dumb kid he's still stupid he says a lot of stupid shit he says a lot of dumb stuff on social media and I think he's kind of an idiot <laughs> and they could say hey he you know he even he even mentions it he even talks about it sometimes but he just got lucky you know he had that invention he probably took that from somebody else maybe probably just took the idea from Louis Simmons or some other power lifter and he probably just you know he probably just snagged that because it's a it's a stupid idea I mean it's a simple concept the slingshot you know and now he's sold over a million of them and he's sold tons of other products with it right none of that's luck none of that's luck it's a lot of preparation they say it's when preparation meets opportunity right that's how you get lucky but what I'd also say is that suckers and people that are weak wait around for opportunities. You don't wait around for opportunities. The strongest of the strong make opportunities. The strongest of the strong will recognize opportunities when they're not even there. Seeing things that aren't there, that's a big key to being lucky as well. Being kind-hearted, being good-spirited, simple shit, holding a door for people. I believe in karma. Do you? I really do. I believe in karma. What comes around goes around. You want to be mean to people. You want to be ruthless. You want to be an asshole. It's probably going to come back on you in some way. If you have high standards and people don't meet them, that's actually kind of a different thing. And that's happened to me in the past. And it will probably continue to happen to me. There's nothing wrong with that. That's being a high-level performer, and that's sometimes just... You sometimes run into people that just can't keep up. And lead, follow, or get out of the way. <laughs> that's when you boot someone off the team. And there's no hard feelings about it. They can't run. They can't hang. You walk with the lame, you'll develop a limp. There's no limping around here. We don't have time to limp because we can't get lucky. Because we can't be in the right spot at the right time. If we're limping around, if we're gingerly moving around. <clears throat> Any of you listening right now, you ever gotten hurt because you're already hurt? You ever gotten hurt worse? You're gingerly moving around. You're kind of shy about the way you're moving for that moment. I had it happen. I separated my shoulder that way when I was playing football one time. Sounds like an old war injury, doesn't it? I was playing football when I was a kid back in my day. But yeah, that's what happened. I, you know, I, I was running the ball and I was a fullback and I was a freshman on the varsity team. My shoulder was killing me from a couple days ago, or a couple days earlier from practice. Uh, somebody stuck me really good, a bigger guy, and I just tried to show that it didn't hurt me, but it pretty much did. And then I tippy-toed her through the, uh, through the uh, line as I got the handoff. I kind of sprung the ball the outside and was running pretty good. But then just kind of recognized, like, I'm probably going to land on this shoulder that I tweaked. So I lowered the good shoulder the best I could, but I also kind of winced. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I winced. I flinched. And because I did that... Boom, landed right on my shoulder and broke my collarbone. And you can see how quickly things like that can happen. You know, we don't have time for that. We don't have time to wince. You know, it would have been be I would have been better off saying, Hey, coach, I got hit really hard. 
I'm a young kid on this team, and I'm just starting out, and I probably uh, <laughs> I probably need to build into this a little bit more. <clears throat> and then I wouldn't have been uh, out for so long, and then I would have maybe been able to make better opportunities for myself by just holding back just a pinch because you'll have to know when to do that here and there as well. But being lucky isn't what it appears to be. What about when? What about in uh, in high school, or even not even just in high school? What about just in life in general? When you go, holy shit! How did that guy get with that chick? And then you ask him, say, dude, like, what's going on with your girlfriend? And they're like, oh. <laughs> you say, bro, like, you're. Uh, I don't mean to be rude, but like, dude, your girlfriend. It's really hot, and you're kind of ugly. <laughs> What's going on with that? And they're like, oh, yeah, I just, I just asked her out one day. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah, it turns out that they set themselves up. They got in the right position at the right time. They probably uh, were waiting around for another boyfriend to leave. And they probably hopped on in there and asked them out. It's amazing what it does when you ask. That's another key factor with being lucky. You can't be a dick. You have to work hard because you have to make your own luck. And in addition to that, you got to ask. You want something. You got to ask for it. What do you want? What do you need? What are you working towards? Because remember, the thoughts that we have in our mind... These things are magnets, but they can attract things that aren't that aren't on the same frequency. You know, you have a, a magnet has a positive charge and a negative charge, right? And you get two. You know, sometimes a magnet will push push itself apart, and sometimes it will pull itself together. Well, it's going to pull itself together. With your like-minded ideas, that's what gonna, you're going to be attracted to. The things that you think about. The things that you like. The things that you enjoy. What are the things you like? What are the things you enjoy? Those are the things where it's going to be easy to be lucky at them. What about golf? You like golf? You know, is it something that you like? Something you enjoy? I bet you when you go with your friends and play golf, they're like, oh man, you're always lucky. And you're like, no, you idiot. I fucking love golf. I've been playing it since I was six. And I have a lot of fun doing it. And you suck at it because you don't practice it. Because you don't play it. You don't mess with it. That's how you get lucky. That genius which dazzles mortal eyes is off just perseverance in disguise. Orison Sweat Martin. Thank you guys so much for listening to Saturday School. This is so much fun for me to be able to communicate and teach you guys uh, in this way. Um... You know, I, again, I am sitting outside of my beach house here in Bodega Bay, California, and this seems like freak luck that I'm here. Um, you know, with this home, I got five houses. I got like five cars. I bought my parents a house. I bought my brother a car. I bought my parents a car. Um, there's other things I've done that I'd just rather not discuss, um, but there's other things I've done for people uh, that I love, that I care about, that are in my life, that I've been able to help and assist um, mentally, physically, emotionally, financially. And 
it's because I've continually just tried my best to set myself up in positions that I thought were favorable that would do right by me and my family. And that would set me up to do the best job that I could with the things that were in front of me. And I was good to people, the best I could be. Not always. Didn't always know how to do that. Learning, still learning. Nothing's perfect. I'm very far off. I got a lot to work on. But I try to treat people the best that I can. I try to make time for people the best I can. Or I don't even try to make time for people. I do make time for people. Other people, people that are in my life are a priority. I can't have everybody be a priority all the time. It just wouldn't work. Not feasible. So I got to (laughs) rotate. I got to rotate people around. But I make it work because it's important. And it's not important... It's not important just to ensure my own luck. That's not why I do it. I do it to continue to attract success for them and for me. That's what it's about. Success is something you attract. It's not something you go after. Don't go after it. You don't you don't need to go after it. You need to work and you need to be consistent. Be consistent. Don't be fancy, right? You're going to need to work for it. That's obvious. But you don't need to go busting your ass for it thinking that you got to work day and night, day and night, day and night, and things need to be so difficult. They don't need to be difficult. They won't feel like they're difficult. I mentioned this a million times over. They won't They won't feel like they're difficult because you have leveled yourself up to those things. You're going to create a new skill set all the time. You're going to be better at stuff. So when someone asks you, hey, how was it losing that last 10 pounds? Or how was it uh, bench pressing 315? You're going to say it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that hard. I actually think I could do more. I think I could lose more weight. I think I can get better grades. Because you're always going to be leveling up. You're always going to be advancing. I just want to touch upon one thing. I don't think I concluded. But everything on the earth is continuing to improve all the time. Things do get a little bit worse here and there in certain areas of the world. There are horrific atrocities and horrific things that go on in the world. um, That we don't have any control over. These things happen. But in the grand scheme of things, things get better everywhere all the time. They might get worse for a short period of time, but in the long run, they get better everywhere all the time. doesn't matter if we're in Africa, South Africa, we're in China, we're in uh, Korea, we're in South Korea. It doesn't matter where we are. Things are getting better all the time in the grand scheme of things. <clears throat> As you go on and on and on and on, I mean, you look at most places in the world have running water places used to have water that was places used to not have water right then places used to have water that was disgusting or contaminated and then things continue to improve you figure out things we error correct and we continue to make things better over and over and over and over and over again that concludes today's episode of saturday school today's episode is brought to you by piedmontese if you want to go get a discount on Piedmontese beef. You guys know that I've been us- utilizing their meat for protein leveraging, uh, high in protein, low in fat. Uh, 
super tender, absolutely delicious steaks. Go check them out. Also, check out my, uh, you can go check them out and uh, type in the code Mark Bell at checkout and you will get 25% off, I believe. And uh, if you spend over 100 bucks, you get free shipping. Uh, in addition to that, go over and check out Icon Meals. They've been super supportive of me and some of my team and some of my friends and stuff like that. So go over to check out Icon Meals if you want to have prepped meals. Chicken, steak, fish, rice, sweet potatoes. They also do like cheeseburgers and grilled cheese sandwiches and they got yummy snacks. Please go check out their website, IconMeals.com. You can use the code MarkBell. I believe you get 15% off on that website. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for all the support. Make sure you are sharing this information out with other people. Uh, you guys are our voice ultimately, and we need your assistance and your help. If I'm going to make the world a better place to lift, I'm going to need your assistance. Strength is never a weakness. Weakness is never a strength. Catch you all later. Thanks, Andrew. Catch you later, bud.